Hello, I'm Sam Lichtenstein, Stratfor Director of Global Security Analysts at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by Stratfor Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Sign up for the free Worldview newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast, powered by Stratfor. I'm Emily Donahue. Criminals have always been relatively quick to adopt new technology, from bootleggers assembling fleets of motorized vehicles in the 1930s for the transport of illegal alcohol, to drug traffickers exploiting commercial airliners to transport cocaine from South America in the 1960s. Technology has always created opportunity for criminals. The current era is no exception. Ben West is here to discuss the here and now. He's Stratfor Senior Global Security Analyst at Rain. Welcome, Ben. Hi, Emily. What are some of the ways that criminals are exploiting new technologies? So criminals have used new technologies over the past decade to create alternative channels that have helped them expand their activity around the world. They've increased the privacy of their actions and invented entirely new areas of criminal activity to pursue. Our series on the topic of crime and technology has explored how criminals have provided a market for niche encrypted communication devices to coordinate their illegal activities. They have created online marketplaces to increase efficiencies, maximize profits, and support new forms of criminal activity. And they've incorporated cryptocurrencies into criminal financial streams to support increasingly virtual activities. As an example, we're seeing online criminal marketplaces like Hydra pass a 1 billion mark in annual transactions and the cryptocurrency market has passed the $1 trillion mark. All three of these technologies work together to make criminal activity more fluid and more profitable. There was big news recently about um, how international police organizations are responding to some of these tactics. Can you tell me how they're responding? Absolutely. So these new technologies provide big opportunities for criminals. They also create liabilities for them. One of the more recent operations that we've seen uh, was the FBI and international uh, law enforcement organizations basically created a honeypot where they, they trapped uh, over 10,000 criminals who were using a phone that they thought was encrypted and th- they thought was very secure, but was actually sending all of their communications back to the police, basically. So I think that's a great example of how police are catching up to this um, you know they're about ten years behind, but they're 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 eventually catching up, and they're figuring out new ways to intercept criminals that are using this new technology. And and I think one one place where this vulnerability is is really highlighted is that all of this technology, whether it's encrypted communications or online criminal marketplaces or cryptocurrency, they all rely on choke points um, that might be in the form of servers or in cryptocurrencies that might be exchanges that basically exist in the, in, in the physical world and come under the jurisdiction of uh, national authorities. And so that's where we're seeing police really go after criminal actors and, and intercept them, and in some cases monitor them in order to collect intelligence to support arrests later on. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. Ben, how should we expect um, such criminals to adapt in the future? Well, so criminals always have a greater tolerance for risk, and so they're always going to be pushing the envelope, trying new technologies in new ways, and that will always help them stay ahead of of police and the authorities. 
Additionally, we're, we're seeing countries like Russia and, and even to a lesser extent, countries like Iran and North Korea uh, support criminal activities, um, especially when those criminal activities adversely affect their rivals like the United States or members of the European Union. Um, I, I think that's, that's really at play when we look at recent ransomware attacks and ransomware groups like Revel, which have basically been able to operate in, in countries like Russia with impunity. Groups like that really benefit from, from all of the points laid out above. Uh, they benefit from the online marketplaces. They benefit from being able to access cryptocurrencies. And they benefit from having secure communications. And, and when you add into that a, a host country where they can operate without, uh, without too much scrutiny, then, then that means that they'll be able to continue to operate in the future. Ben West is Stratfor Senior Global Security Analyst at Rain. Thanks for that, Ben. Thank you, Emily. Guiding our clients with intelligence is one of Rain and Stratfor's core areas of expertise. If you like what you heard today, sign up for the free Stratfor Worldview newsletter from Rain. Sign up at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. <laughs>